At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Ta-da! We are back in 2020. Another year of podcasting. This is our first full year on the standalone podcast where we can say fuck and asshole and shit and all the words we can't say on the radio. Uh, so we're excited about that. Well, I'm excited about that. Now, a lot of people have bets on whether or not David Gascon will make it through the whole year. I am betting on him not making it through the entire year, but he is starting the year. I believe by the end of 2020, we will have a new podcast sidekick producer uh, guy. But that's my prediction. But he is here for now, and we, we do this show because management wants us to do the show. But four hours are not enough. Right, we are in the air everywhere, as I like to say, and really with the vast power of iHeart, the global reach of podcasting, this podcast is heard weekly on the iHeart Podcast Network and available, as you know, because you found the podcast wherever you find your podcast, and tell your friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, word of mouth advertising, five stars on the podcast, give us a review, a positive review, boy, that would help us out a lot. That would be really cool, and and I'd like to, you know, I I, I never want to win awards, but I would like to try to win one this year because that would annoy people. That would annoy people in management if this podcast actually ends up winning, is an award-winning podcast, and I don't think there's that much competition in, in the podcast game in terms of actual good, there's a lot of podcasts, but there's a lot of crappy ones. So I'd like to try to be one of the good ones. We might have to wait till Gascon leaves to win an award, uh, but uh, we are, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this, Gascon. Yeah, how, this is good. this how, one, anyway, will be good. And how annoyed would you be if you actually ended up winning an award for this podcast with me on it? Well, uh, 
it would be nice to, to rub it in the face of management. That would be be good. But yeah, I mean, it would be disappointing. It would be mostly me, of course. If I no. you know, we win, it would be me. I, I'm know. just looking at uh, Apple iTunes right now. Another great gem by Ben and David. Came for the Mallor, stayed for the Gascon. These are just amazingly yeah. high, glowing reviews. Now, can you read the ones that aren't from your dad and your mom? No, can I you cannot. Or your sister. Gascon or... is a breath of fresh air. That's even breath better. Of fresh air. Gascon is great, marvelous, and fantastic. You're making all this up here. You're making. All this up, you schmuck. This is Marconi Award winning. These oh, are that's great. A, stop. Oh, this is really good. You I, want me to read the ones I'm getting for you? No, I don't really care you, about them. You know, you why only care I, about the why positive would I ones. I care about this. This is positive podcasting, yeah. courtesy of Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio. Yes, God must have photos Fox of someone. Far, photos of them frolicking with farm animals. Uh, Guess gone. Does he what? What color knee pads does he wear? Wow. Well, How about listen, that? What are the odds of me uh, lasting throughout this season? What are the betting odds on me uh, staying and going? All right. So now I I have thought about this, and you are the boy that cries wolf. You're you're one of these people that's never happy. You're never satisfied. Never you content. always want more yeah, and all course. that stuff. Ambitious. Uh, well, hard working. Yeah, those are all those things. You yeah. complain a lot and all that. I mean, I think we all know that. Things that, are that is, my standard. That I is like Gascon. It. That's how you operate. Uh, but as far as the actual real world odds, I think you talk the talk, but you don't often walk the walk in terms like because you've been telling me for like how many months have you been telling me I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm not going to stay here. Uh, and you're back. So you got to factor that in. And plus, are you hireable? You know, can you get a better job? Would someone yes. want to hire yes. you for yes. a better job? That's an open question. Yes, no, it's not an open question. That's uh, it's a pretty easy question to answer. It's a that's a c- open closed question, Ben Maller. That's yes or no, and it is no. absolutely yes. All right, so I'm going to set the odds at minus one ninety that you are gone. That's good. All right, well, that's, that's a sixty five percent chance. The implied odds on that that you're out of here. That's good. That means if I am out of here, that means I'm up to bigger and better things. Well, maybe than not. You know, slaving they, away on a podcast. You might get that I memo get I got. No compensation in, for. in these tough economical times. It's pr- called pro bono work. Yeah, is you're laying the foundation to a magical thing. Nice. I've tried to tell you that you don't understand that concept. So you admit that I'm a man of the community, a man of the people. Uh, no, because you all you do is complain about it. Well, I, there's things that aren't up to snuff, and you point it out. You, you're no you're no different than Russell Wilson, who every time he visits a sick kid has to put a photo well, on Twitter. I, you know, I know God that. forbid he visits a sick kid and doesn't put a photo on Twitter. Well, there's nothing wrong. With it's almost like he does it. To put photos on Twitter, you well, know what I'm saying? Well, there's nothing wrong with that. It'd be a little bit different if I had a. Now there is something wrong with that. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of like Kobe an and an I and an O uh, and an no, R. We're talking over each other. Nobody's listening to you. But, but listen, it's like Kobe Bryant. I I goofed on Kobe a lot, but Kobe was very modest. He visited children's hospitals all the time. Yeah. But you heard from nurses and people that worked at the hospital. You didn't hear from Kobe because he didn't do the whole photo thing. So what are you trying to say? I am saying you are looking for attention. You are whining and complaining well, and all that stuff. In this stuff. industry, it is all about attention, Ben Mallard. Don't no, you it's all know? about talent. You guys are all it's about, all about the talent. smartest people in the room. Look at me. Listen to me. I yeah. need 24 to 50 hours worth of content every week so people can listen to me, pat me on the backside, yeah. fly me up to Seattle, pay for my wow. trip. Wow. You're so hotel, jealous. You are so me, jelly. Lick my toes. You, you, I'm peanut butter. You're jelly wow. is how this is going to work. Okay. Wow. 
Which is ironic because your your nickname uh, around Fox is the Jellyfish. No, actually, people That's call your me the uh, people call me around here the White Boy version of M- uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, and oh, really? So uh, not really committed, but just getting by on athletic ability. But you don't know that you're gonna actually make it. You occasionally play well, but not consistently. I, I got it. Okay, I'm good. I think I'm a, a star in the making, Ben Maller. But yeah, you've been saying that, but you know. Look at me. I was called a rising star, and I'm forced to work with you. Uh, you're you're buried into the uh, to the moonlight. So that's unfortunate. But you know yeah. what? I bring you out of that darkness into the daylight, and that's why we have the fifth hour with Ben Maller. Well, we have the fifth hour with Ben Maller because I am doing the show. No, we have the fifth hour with Ben Maller because I talked and bugged our. Our vice president of programming, Scott Shapiro, and I said, hey, uh, we'd like to launch the fifth hour with Ben Maller. Can we make this happen? Uh Can we talk to the uppity-ups at iHeartRadio? They gave me the green light, and I finally encourage you to do it. Get off your fucking ass, roll out of bed, and start doing something. So now we made content in 2019, Uh and now here's to a brand new year and a brand new you. Lethargic Ben Maller turns over a new leaf. Well, I mean, that's a nice revisionist history look at what happened here. The reality is, though, uh, that I uh, chose, I was asked by the company to do this, and I said, okay, uh, I I would like to do it, and here we are. That's not true. You don't do anything unless it benefits you and you get paid for it. It benefits me because if the company wants me to do something and I do it, they keep me gamefully employed. That's how it works. Stupid. But you're not getting paid for this, so how are you going to be employed by doing something for free? Because I'm giving them free content they can sell and make money on. You might as well go work for Nike. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. You're wasting time here. We have the... Oh, now you're worried about time. I am worried about time. Oh. We have Benny's Bistro. We've got the Great Flood. Here's the menu. The Great Flood, Lawyer Up, The Stern Message, Study This, The Grab Bag, and Don't Stick to Sports. We'll start out with... The Great Flood. Now, I have not talked about this on the radio, but I've been experiencing a homeowner's nightmare at the Maller Mansion. Now, if you've listened to me over the years, you know that the original Maller Mansion, which is still underwater, but now the second Maller Mansion is also underwater. Uh, I have been dealing with a flood in the walls of the Maller Mansion. I'm talking mold. I'm talking extreme water damage. So let me tell you what happened here. We, we had a leak in front of the refrigerator. So we called a refrigerator repairman to come look at it. And he examined every part of the refrigerator and said, no, nah, nothing's it's working fine. He said, you might have a leak in the wall. So we, we contacted the insurance. They came out. They looked at everything. And it, indeed, there was. We had a plumber, first of all, come out. And there was a leak in the wall between the kitchen and my, my living room. At the, I have like a galley kitchen, and behind it is, the, is the li- one of the living rooms. And so, um, anyway, there was a leak there, and it has cost literally thousands of dollars of damage. The water. Not started, it, it got so high, it leaked out of the, the wall in a, in a little crack in the wall, but it went under the, the flooring that I have in the living room. That all got soaked and has to be replaced. The drywall has to be replaced. The kitchen, even the kitchen sink, like under the kitchen sink around the dishwasher area, that all got destroyed. So they're going to have to do demo on my house while I'm living in the house. While all this is going on, I'll be trying to sleep because I do an overnight radio show. And they'll be chopping down drywall and ripping out the refrigerator and all this stuff. And uh, we're not going to have a kitchen for like a month because of the mold and the gallons of water that went everywhere. That's my life, Gascon. The hell I've been living here. You want uh, you want a violin? Uh, I'm playing the world's smallest. Can you play a violin? Tiniest. You don't know how to play a violin. Yeah. You're not nuanced you, enough to play a violin, you, you schmuck. Just, for you, it's just one note. I, you know, you got to look at the silver lining in this. Is that because you won't have access to the kitchen, that means your dumb ass won't burn your tongue eating a shitty pizza. <laughs> this is the best part of this entire story, is you will not yeah. be anywhere near a kitchen. To- well, you're, you're wrong. Um, that's not the best part. First of all, I, I sent you a, a message the other day. How many hours did I go between food? Yeah, I you, believe it was 54 hours listen, I went that's called, without food. That's called Photoshop. It's not called Photoshop. Uh, I, I took a I, screenshot I, I, of my iPhone 5S and sent it to you because uh, you you were trying to be braggadocious about how you had gone. I went I don't 25 know, tw- hours fast. 25. I 25 doubled hours, you. 25 hours. I've lost nine pounds since the month of December. You should uh-huh. give me a pat on the back. I'm getting yeah. stronger. I'm getting leaner. I'm oh, even better that. Uh, you are I'm- such a narcissist. You are such a. A goddamn narcissist is what you are. I'm not the one complaining on a podcast about my hardship in life, about my my kitchen. Your house has been appraised for over a million and a half dollars, and now you're bitching on a podcast about it? 
my house is not worth a million dollars. That's that's false. That's a lie. That's another Gascon lie. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, let's see. Hold on a second. If you want to email what? the podcast at Real Fifth Hour, I can give you the appraised value for Ben Maller's house. Oh, you want people to email yeah, us again? I, I thought you. I think that would be great. Well, anybody that want anybody who's powerful that likes this show, and I have a very powerful audience, Gascon. I don't talk about those people, but TV, you know, TV big shots, yeah. sports casting big shots, moguls of business, yeah. people that are big Maller militia fans, yeah. but are on the down low. Do not send an email there that is private because Gascon, the Scrooge, the narcissist, uh, the uh, spoiled Brad over there, the conceited one, he will see those emails. Well, we can, I can type it in on Zillow if you'd like. Screen capture it, put it on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, that would be nice to put my my house on social media. You put my nice. fucking car on social media. I didn't put your goddamn yes, you license did. plate on social oh, I media. I did. It I did like not. You did. That's a lie. No. I'll bet you tacos I didn't do it. You no, cannot no, see you, your license plate in that photo. You've already lost two rounds of tacos to me, so I will not uh, be in your. Uh, you know, you know, you would not win that one. So anyway, my favorite start of the, my favorite part of the story, Gascon. You say your favorite part is that I won't eat burned pizza. My favorite part is the scumbag insurance company that I am having to deal with here. Um, I would like you to guess how much of the damage the insurance company, I pay a lot of money every month for homeowner's insurance, how much are they covering from all of this damage? The flooring has to be replaced, the drywall, uh, they have to do some work removing mold inside the walls uh, in, in, in two rooms in my house. So how much of this is uh, the insurance going to cover? So I will go dollar amount, I'll go percentage, and I'll say 45%. Uh, so you believe 45%. Now, I would uh, 45% is not a lot. You know, it's it's essentially dollar for dollar. They are covering zero. Whoa. They are not paying a goddamn cent to cover the damage. Why? And I would like to say right now, if you own a home, homeowner's insurance is a total fucking scam. Yeah. It is a goddamn scam, and it's bullshit, and I am so sick and tired of this crap, uh, we, which is we've been dealing with. My wife's been taking care of a lot of it, but uh, I've been hearing all what's been going on here. And they, So the insurance, check this out, Kiska. They claim that since the leak at the Maller Mansion lasted for more than 30 days, they don't have to pay any Money, not a fucking cent, because this went over 30 days, and the insurance says, eh, yeah, we have a deal, it's in the contract. How can they prove that it was more than 30 days? Well, they claim because of the damage done to the, the flooring and inside the walls. They say it's our responsibility to take care of our home. Apparently, what's in the goddamn walls? Were so, I mean, what a hustle. You know, pop goes the weasel. So they, they got forensic insurance claimers that are trying to knock you off? Well, here's what happened. So the leak was in the wall, and we didn't know about it. And and then as soon as it started leaking out of the wall, you know when you notice there's a leak? Because I, I don't know if I'm, how are you supposed to know what's in the fucking walls? Yeah. So once the water came out, we were alerted to it. Within like 10 days, we contacted the insurance and these assholes, who I hope all burn in hell, uh, they said, uh, well, sorry. Apparently it had been leaking in the walls 
undetected because again i guess we have to cut our drywall down and leave we all maybe i shouldn't even replace the drywall we'll just have all the pipes exposed that way if something breaks we can we can report it right away to the insurance well you know you have a you've lived a charmed life with uh sycophants and lap dogs and bootlickers this is one of the rare times that you should call up your dogs to come defend you what insurance company is this it is Safeco Insurance oh. is the name of the insurance company. That is the one right there. You know what? Uh, yeah. I have relationships with people at Safeco Insurance. You do? I do. Really? I 1,000% uh, honest to God. Are you the reason that they are not covering any of this? No, but you know what? I could be your white knight. I could be the knight. Well, if you are my white knight guest, guy, I will buy you tacos oh, after tacos, tacos after tacos. for taco. all that damage? Are you kidding me? <laughs> wow. This uh, yeah, it, is, uh, it has been a nightmare here and i apparently this goes on all the time with insurance companies that that what judge what courtroom determined that it's the homeowner's responsibility now i wonder if i I would maybe i'll call bill handle handle on the law and see if i have a case here but i looked up on the internet apparently this kind of thing happens all the time with homeowners where there's leaks in the wall and it goes undetected and then the insurance company claims well it's not our fault you know, it, 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 it is amazing that, 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 that their lawyers were able to convince some courtroom somewhere. To, uh, how is that fair? How are you supposed to know if there's a leak in the wall when there's drywall and you can't see in there? That's unbelievable. But you know, It's what an it, amazing scam is what it is. They're villains. It, They're villains is what they are. I, I, feel, I feel sorry for you. And it, it sounds like your mansion, one of two, has just gone <laughs> snap crackle pop it has i i, I remember there, there's a movie tom early tom hanks movie called the money pit yeah and it was a classic a very good movie you know million it's old dated now but they bought a house they were all excited this big mansion and they had to do some work to fix it up and everything fell apart and it, it feels like everything it, it, the last couple of weeks it feels like everyone's dying and uh, and everything's falling apart. Like it's it's raining down fire. It's you know one of those rough stretches. But I'm sure it'll be temporary, and then we'll get back to reality. But uh, that was a real kick in the nuts. So if, if anybody in the Malheur Militia, uh, if you want to contact me, if you if you're in the Los Angeles area or between L.A. and Vegas, and you you want to you know. Do do a solid for me with the drywall or the. No, 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 no. Well, no, I'm just I'm throwing it out there, Gascon, because I need some help here. Wow. You know, I'll pay, but I mean, if you give me a deal and make me a better deal than I could get somewhere else, let's talk. Wow. You know, let's talk. All right. I got. I need a. I need a flooring guy, or woman. Do a lot of women do flooring? I don't no. Know. Uh, mostly guys. Yeah. So I need like I'm thinking about like a tile floor expert. Plumbing. I would need that. The plumbing has already been repaired. We paid for that. That was only a few hundred dollars, fortunately. That was the cheapest part of all this. Damn uh, and also like a drywall person, someone good with the drywall. Uh, we've got the demo. The demo is going to take place here, so we need the other stuff. Wow. Yeah. So if I can smuggle and finagle a way to get you some money from the insurance company, what do I get out of this? Wow. Uh, so you're trying. Now, what percentage are we looking at here? Well, I mean, something's better than zero. So, Well, something is better than zero. Uh, I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. I think if I can get you 50% covered. Yeah. If I can get you 50% covered. Uh, here we go. I will need to, <laughs> during the month of July, 
uh-huh. baseball season. I need a co-host with you for a week. Oh, the overnight show? Yes. Do you expect to be paid for this? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. As long as you don't want to be paid, yeah, you can hang out. Sure. Well, not not hang out. I said co-host. Well, you know, you, you, you got call three other guys that hang out with you during that show. <laughs> I'm not going to add a fucking four. <laughs> All right, so you want to be the the fifth wheel is what you'd like no, to be. No, I'll be riding shotgun. All right, yeah, that's a deal. You gave me 50% on this claim. You make some phone calls there, and uh, one week in the summertime, it, it is side-by-side, mano-a-mano radio. Now, the unfortunate thing is i got to do all the legwork since you mentioned your wife is handling most of this, so I need to contact her because you don't know what's up from down. Well, on I this. do know what's up, but uh, my wife knows I, uh, I do not handle these situations involving loss of great money very well. Yeah. Uh, I do not. I, I, I admit that. That's one of my flaws. Because... Uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. My psychologist tells me because I work in radio and I'm paranoid. When I started in radio, everyone lost their job. And I'm like, oh, I can't afford this. I'm going to lose my job. You know, the whole thing. So, But uh, fortunately, I think everything will be okay. But you're going to help out and make it better than okay. Because otherwise, I'm going to have to take out a loan to pay for all this. We're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, the only good thing is at least you have a lot of equity in your home. So that home equity, you'll be able to write off a portion of it. So... Yeah, I guess the the one thing you could do if you don't save the day, like a knight in shining armor guest gun, uh, the one thing you could do here is a uh, you could claim a catastrophe yeah. on your insurance. I think Trump didn't take that out, so you could still get a little money back. But I don't want to do that. I want I, I want the insurance to do. I pay every month yeah. for the insurance. I'd like them to do their fucking job. Yeah, and this is tough too because your FICO score isn't as good as mine either. So oh, here we go. There's a humble brag, the narcissist part, the no, pretentious I, one, right just there. Thinking because I was in banking when. I was in my young 20s and so my your young 20s my as FICO, opposed to your old 20s my fico is at a blistering 800 while yours is at like a yeah. 630 well, 640 here's the deal you try to appeal to the white collar work of course that's where the money i at. appeal to the, the blue at, collar factory worker the truck driver the security guard, yeah. the, the people that are out there salt of the earth yeah. the people driving 18 wheelers working in warehouses I'm their guy. I'm their champion. You are trying to get people that don't even listen to podcasts, those those rich fat cats to listen. Well, you're usually those are the ones writing the check, and that's priority number one. How's that working out for you? Well, it's it's not it's to be determined. To be determined. Yes, we're in right. progress. Anyway, that's my story about the Maller flood, and we'll I guess stay tuned. That's a good. Good cliffhanger. Will Gascon, who talks a good game, be able to pull out some kind of a, agreement with the insurance company? We will find out. This is amazing. In 2019, we talked about you never having to be admitted to the hospital for a major surgery. Yeah. Then it happened. Boom. And and now we're looking for, for me to be your, your white knight again. Your, Again, your Cape Crusader. No, you were the Grim Reaper in that instance. You you were the one that created my gallbladder malfunctioning. Well, I mean, by bringing it up, everybody loves a heel, and I was just that. I was playing to the crowd, and I did so accordingly. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, moving on. Uh, we have a stern message. I mentioned everyone seems like they're dying here. I've had some friends, people I worked with, uh, that have died in January, which uh, which sucks. And my buddy Alex Russo, a uh, radio guy in L.A., died. And I got to go to his funeral next week, And you know, which I guess is better to go to the funeral than be the one at the funeral who's in the box. But, but anyway, uh, David Stern, longtime NBA commissioner, he passed away while I was on hiatus. And I didn't get a chance. I was going to do a six-line tribute, but with the football playoffs going on, I just I didn't think it would work. And in radio, it's all about what's going on right now, and the Stern story is a little bit old. But I thought the podcast, we could talk about David Stern. Now, I actually have a couple of David Stern stories that I, I've interviewed him a few times over the years. Now, one of them does not involve me, but involves a story that I was told about David Stern. The other one directly involves me. So I've got two David Stern stories. Now, listen, Stern was not perfect. The biggest mistake David Stern made was allowing that slick oil baron to take the Seattle Supersonics to Oklahoma. Uh, that was horrific. But Stern did a lot of, of really cool things uh, when he was the commissioner of the NBA and was very good for many, many people who made a lot of money playing professional basketball. He marketed the stars, not the teams. It wasn't go see the Lakers. It was go see Magic Johnson. It wasn't see the Celtics, it was Larry Bird. It was Michael Jordan versus Dominique Wilkins. It, that was the, the, I don't know how much of that was Stern and how much of that was some marketing person, but he was the commissioner, so he gets some level of credit for that. So my David Stern stories, he passed away at a brain hemorrhage, never recovered, uh, and he died over the, the holiday break. So my guy Rob, who's an, he was an old Clipper PR guy, he doesn't work for the team anymore. But he worked for the team for years. I knew him when he was an intern. He rose up, was a PR executive with the team. 
So he he told a story to me uh, about an amazing meet and greet. So so he you know as the PR guy, I occasionally have to go to league meetings, and he was at an event with David Stern, and this is probably about ten years ago, maybe a little less than ten years ago. And Stern he was making small talk and said, "Hey, how long have you worked for for Donald Sterling, who at the time was the Clippers owner?" And my friend said, "Well, I've worked for them for seventeen years." And David Stern told my uh, the guy that I know here, he said, Jesus, you're like a fucking prisoner of war. How about that? It's commissioner of the NBA. Oh, man. Isn't that great? That's pretty damn good. That's that New York nonsense, uh, that New York uh, stuff from, uh, from Stern there, the New Yorker who came out. Oh. Then I had my own personal dealings with David Stern. Now, I interviewed him a few times, but this involves not an interview. Way back... Hard to believe it's been 20 years. But the 2000 NBA Finals, the Lakers are playing the Pacers, and I happen to be working at an L.A. radio station that sent me to Indianapolis to cover the NBA Finals. So I was in Indianapolis. There was a day off between games of the NBA Finals, and the NBA had a media welcome to Indianapolis, welcome to the Hoosier State Party, which was... Really just an example of freeloading, right, Gascon? You know, freeloading and all that? I don't know about it. Uh, So I was invited. I showed up. They had free food and booze. I remember that was when that hard lemonade had kind of hit the market, and I drank so much of that hard lemonade. Mike's hard lemonade? Yeah, that was like like a new product, as I remember at the time. And they had so much of it, and oh, my God. I got so wasted on that. I didn't have to drive or anything like that. It was down the street from the hotel. But anyway, during that event... They had like a mini arcade with a bunch of video games like NBA Jam and whatnot. So I was playing NBA Jam against my friend, uh, David, not you, Gascon, but David Denholm, Dave Denholm, who's now the play-by-play guy for the LAFC. He's uh, gone on and done some good things there. So, so, but we were working together and uh, and and you know, hanging out, and we went to a, a, a minor league baseball game in Indianapolis. A game, the Indians, I think I don't know if they're called that anymore. Uh, whatever they're called now, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so was there hanging out, playing this video game, and we were really getting into the game. It's an arcade game to give you, you know, it, it's the old arcade setup. So I, I'm going against him, and we are like going back and forth. We're screaming at each other because it's like a one-point game. And some of the other media people started gravitating behind where we were playing the game because they're like, what the hell's going on here? Why is this so exciting? So we had an audience. And one of the people in the audience that came up was, was uh, David Stern, the commissioner of the NBA, who asked, he, kinda, he was like, what teams are you playing with? And I was playing with the Los Angeles Clippers, and uh, my friend uh, David, uh, he was playing with the Toronto Raptors, and hand to God, David Stearns, why are you playing with those teams? (laughs) (laughs) All about the money, man. How great is that, man? That is really good. That is hilarious. Yeah. I, I thought your favorite David Stern story would have been the one where he nixed the Lakers-Chris Paul trade. 
Well, that was just good commissioner work, is what that was. That's what he should, any commissioner would have done that because it was an illegal trade by the Lakers. They were trying to trade a guy that had a cocaine problem, Lamar Odom, uh, to get a, a star player in Chris Paul. The Clippers gave a better offer to New Orleans than the Lakers did. I don't think so, but you. Unfortunately, Rich Paul and LeBron James were not part of the Lakers, or else Chris Paul would have gone to the Lakers. Yeah, that's true. That's a great story, though. Playing an arcade game with David Stern over your shoulder, or not under your shoulder, under your elbow, but yeah, exactly. And, and then the line he had, like, "Why are you playing with those teams?" You know, like, <laughs> and then what do you know? I mean, what 10, 15 years later, Raptors win an NBA title, beating the Golden State Warriors, and now the Clippers are in the hunt to win their first. I know, and, and he's dead. Uh, but uh, rest in peace, David Stern. Interesting character, interesting character, and uh, a better commissioner than Adam Silver. Now, is he going to be and, a- and I want to point out, before I'm done with this, Stern's, uh, David Stern, he knew what a disease, what a bubonic plague load management was and tried to stop load management. Now, he tried to stop it, and Adam Silver's like, oh, no, I want that load management, and it's been bad for the NBA all these players uh, seemingly pussy willows. Zion Williamson, the latest number one pick on a, a, a minutes restriction, hasn't played yet. It's it's all absurd. Now the big question is: Will he be a better commissioner than Rob Manfred of Major League Baseball? Well, that is to be determined here, yeah. depending on what Rob Manfred does and what Major League Baseball does in adjudicating the great cheating scandal. Uh, that we have been dealing with here with the Astros and the Red Sox and the Dodgers winning back-to-back championships. Now, do you think this is back-to-back scandals or is this one concurrent scandal? Like you have the the tampering, the espionage, and then, of course, the cheating with the Astros and the Red Sox with video replay. All right, so first of all, I believe that these are – obviously, these are tied together. The tentacles of the Astros, the common denominator is Alex Cora, who was either the leader or was the follower of A.J. Hinge yeah. in Houston, and he goes to Boston, and they didn't do exactly the same thing. They did a more modest version, a less obvious version, because everything in Texas has to be bigger than the Commonwealth of Boston, you know, New England and all that stuff, but – yeah, I mean, the, the Red Sox had a, a historically great year. They they were overwhelmingly good, and now we have come to learn that they one of the reasons for that is that they were cheating. Back-to-back so. years, the Dodgers were stymied, and we think what could have been, maybe what should have been, thanks to some, some cheating scandals in Houston and in Boston. All right, so as far as modern technology, now this is our maiden voyage in a new studio setup. Now, I have the remote Geico Fox Sports Radio studios that I work out of. Which I These are the same studios I did uh, radio uh, for WEI in Boston. But I'm going to go a little inside radio for you. So if you're in radio, you'll appreciate this. If not, just bear with me. So I had a setup with ISDN, which is a high-powered broadcast phone line. Expensive. Well, not as expensive as it used to be, but it is expensive. It's like a monthly fee for it and all that. So I had been using that to broadcast all of these different uh, shows that I do. And the, the, the overnight show is in the main studio, but these other shows I do, these secondary shows, uh, I do from this studio. And I do appearances on radio shows or whatever. I use this studio. So I used ISDN, but the company decided we have to get rid of ISDN because it's, it's kind of outdated technology. The phone company doesn't want to pay for it anymore. They don't want to... They don't want to you know, use the technology. 
So I had to switch over to a Comrex setup. And I was very concerned about this because it's an internet-based situation. And I, I had a piece of equipment. I had to install it. I installed it myself. But there were a couple of glitches. It wasn't working perfectly. So I had a team of engineers from iHeartMedia that had to work on this and to, to, to put all this together. Uh, you know, Kyrus and Fred and God love Fred on his vacation. This is how important I am to Fred in the engineering department. Fred came to the Maller Mansion on his vacation to make sure that the glitch was out of the uh, the magic radio box or podcasting box. How cool is that? Yeah, it's not every day that we can have an engineer trek all the way to your house to set up an entire studio for you. Yeah, microphone uh, connection. Well, no, 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 no. I set up the microphone. Mixer. I set up the connectivity yeah. and ip line the- i'd like you to know with no engineering background although i was a technical i was a board op when i started in radio i was yeah. a terrible board op but i don't know a lot about how to wire a radio station but i was able to put together about 85 percent of this podcast we had stay awake with jake jake warner oh. who helped finish off the rest of it but i did most of the work here on the podcast uh, putting the studio together that i have here so it's not that good First of all, it's not like the studio that Steve Harvey has at home or Rush Limbaugh has at his house, but it's, you know, it's fine. Or Jim Rome has at his house, but it's okay. Yeah. Full disclaimer for those out there that know about this. You and Jake went to Ikea and bought a shitty black desk and that's what you're using. Oh, that's a lie. No, it's not. I mean, this is the same desk. I, I, I love this desk and you can't find this desk very many places. I have like a corner desk. It's wonderful. And it is actually what I had at the original Maller Mansion. It's. I had to glue it together, and I had to use like screws to screw it back together. But it's. Uh, it's still holding up. It's painful. It's not. Why is it painful? Well, it's painful to look at. It's just not really professional. But you have an engineer that comes out and. It's a wonderful look. It's a great desk, oh. is what it is. It's the equivalent of your car in your house. It's fine. It's suitable. Are you done? Yeah. No. I'm. I'm done. Your flooded mansion fucked up all right moving on we have study this is it real or is it bullshit uh the study this uh, game here and these are actual studies we determine whether we believe them or not first one headline on this from joy to triumph study finds music evokes 13 key emotions in loose in in, in you you know listeners of of the music the emotions amusement joy eroticism beauty relaxation sadness dreaminess triumph, anxiety, scariness, annoyance, defiance, and energizing. Yeah, I believe that 100%. Yeah, like, I, I, my, my relationship with music is, A, I, I listen to it not as much as most people because I, uh, but I, after the show on the way home, I usually uh, listen, I have a long drive, and I, I usually put some music on uh, while I'm driving. But it really is the soundtrack. I always, I've, I've said it's the soundtrack of your life. Like if you play classical music, you, I feel like I'm in a movie. You know that that music, the, the instrumental stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm in the, I'm in a movie. I'm in, you know, a Martin Scorsese movie or something like that. And there's music in the background. Yeah. Not. But what do you listen to when you go to the gym? Uh, usually, I watch uh, the uh, the news channels like Fox News, CNN, those channels, uh, and I either goof on them or agree with them. All right, so I will dip my toes into this since you have no backbone on this at all. What, what are you talking um, about? I listen to music all the time. So if congratulations, in, you want a cookie? So if I'm in the gym 
it brings out different emotions in me, like anxiety, endurance, uh, happiness. It's euphoric in some ways, especially if you're working out hard, which I know you don't do. Um, wow. If you're driving, same thing, too, because unlike you, I have a much longer drive to get to work, especially when I have to schlep up here two hours before I am regularly scheduled. So oftentimes like that, the anxiety will kick up a little bit on that element. Um, I like listening to it when I drive home after a long day's worth of work here with you guys. Uh, especially when your radio show's covered up on AM five seventy LA Sports, so I can listen to music. Yeah. You like listening to like Lizzo, you know, you big Lizzo guy. You like you really liked when she twerked in that thong. You thought that was good. I told you, game. I listened to like a lot of soundtracks. I listened to yeah. well, I, I listened to some of that too. The movie soundtracks like that. What's that guy Williams? Uh, what's the guy's name? The big, the great uh, conductor of all that movie. Hans Zimmer. Movie. No, not Hans Zimmer. You idiot. What? What's the guy's name? His last name. Uh, the, the, he created like the Star Wars theme, and uh, you, you don't even know the guy's name. John Williams is the guy's name. John, it just came to me. John Williams, not Hank Williams. John Williams is almost <laughs> ninety years old. I think this guy is an American hero. Yeah. The music, this guy, the theme, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, the soundtracks, Jaws. That he has come up with Jurassic Park, oh, yeah, E.T. Right. These are a, a classical movies back before Hollywood just made remakes and, and superhero movies. That's good. No, that's right. Good. Yeah, I, that means you should be at least a little excited for when Top Gun Two comes out. No, because I think it's going to make it a chick flick, and uh, no you know, way. just like they ruin these things. So no. Oh, the new Star Wars is like that. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. These, you know, like, well, they know the, uh, the movie business. The, first of all, they're overly politically correct. We, I'm okay with having uh, rom coms for the ladies and uh, for the dude, you know, the gay guys, and for the for the uh, the, the, the masculine hardcore men. Uh, you can have um, a man's movie, yeah. But they true. don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's unfortunate. They don't. Everyone's the studio actress. will never sign off on that kind of stuff. <laughs> they won't, right? No, you're 100 percent correct. It's the world we live in now. All right, next up, globalization. The average modern family spans over blank miles, according to a survey. Average family. How many miles does the average family span? I'm going to say 38. 38 miles. Boy, are you bad at this. Uh, According to the study, the average uh, modern family spans over 2,000 miles. How about Mm. that? Coast to coast. Well, we both, your, your family, you have family in Florida, right, that you yeah, grew up with that but, live in Florida? But, you know, being from San Pedro, most people don't leave Pedro. And if they do, they leave to go to, like, Long Beach or Torrance or... Yeah, El well, that's Gano. true, but I grew up in Orange County, and most people don't leave that, and I have a brother in Appleton, Wisconsin, and New York City, and uh, both have been gone for some time. Yeah, well, they're the so, smart ones. So I'm separated by oh, about 3,000 miles. You're about 3,000 miles from someone you grew up with. Yeah, that's true. But they say because of all the video chatting and the messaging services, people are more open to leaving because they can still communicate with their loved ones uh, wherever they are in in the planet. Uh, they can still, it feels like you're still there because you can still talk to your your immediate family and all that stuff. Yeah, which is which is fascinating because that's why I like to travel so much is you have the ability to communicate, Skype, and all these other apps that you can use at any given time. Skype and, of course, you know FaceTime and all that other crap. So... So I'm surprised you haven't moved from where you're at, but you know you were threatening to go to Boston and New York, and 
You know. Well, I've had, uh, you know, over the years, I've had several uh, offers to do radio locally in other cities. I had a couple offers to do radio in Boston, but and I would have loved it. Yeah. Unfortunately, these damn radio stations, I, I became popular after I got married. It's harder to move Gascon when you get married. Like You can move anywhere. You don't have a wife or anything like that. Yeah. You don't have anything to worry about, a family and all that. So I, I, I'm in the position, when I wanted these jobs in other cities, other markets, I wasn't offered the jobs. Now that I can't really freely move around, I have a good job now anyway. I'm not like I'm looking to leave, but I, 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 I'm amused that I have been offered these jobs now that I'm not really able to take them. Uh, now, if I lose my job, I will, uh, of course, then have to relocate. But until then, uh, no. So even if I can land you a TV job in Boston or New York, you're going to say no to it? Well, it depends how long the contract. I am open because I might be one of those people that communicate uh, via Skype and all that over 2,000 miles or whatever. I mean, yeah, if, everyone's got their price. I learned that. Remember the, the book, The Magic Christian, which was a terrible movie, but they talked about that. Uh, you know, anybody will do anything if the price is right. Yeah, Ted DiBiase, baby. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, uh, next up, uh, we have uh, another study. People with a lazy lifestyle have an ape-like heart. How about that? Uh, I'm going to call bullshit. You think this is bullshit here? All right, let me give you the details, and then we can debate this. Uh, The study comes out of the Boston area, and uh, they talk about, uh, you know, obviously health and all that. There's a new study that confirms the human heart evolved over time for endurance slowly becoming less ape-like 
in reference to the you know the original ancestors of human beings. But because of this, the human heart is intended for endurance activities. Those who live a mostly sedentary lifestyle, according to this, I'm reading verbatim here, are at a much greater risk of developing heart disease. So they're, and they're using the term your your heart is more ape like if you neglect your physical activity. All right, you know what? I'm going to recant and uh, I'm going to recall my my comment on. Well, you said it was bullshit. Now you're trying to take it back. Yeah, I got to walk that back. By the way, that reminds me. So you wait a minute. Now I I go to the gym. I know you don't believe that, but so I at one point it. my heart was like a chimpanzee's heart, but now I don't think it is. I'd like to think it's not. But they, they said that chimpanzees largely sustain themselves on life through short bursts of energy, yes. climbing, only putting their hearts to work for short periods of time. And so it's accepted that that's how, you know, in, in, in the uh, evolution, humans have obviously changed that. Yeah. Now, I got to spoil this a little bit, but did you watch the documentary I recommended called Game Changers on Netflix? No. I recommend you to do that, but it's fascinating that you're mentioning the human heart because there's a couple yeah. spots in it that talks about our ability to fight off infection, fight off disease, uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, things of that nature. But it talks about the number one killer for us men, stress and, and heart disease. Yeah, And they do all kinds of fasting and measurements with men that are, are younger than us, that are, are amateur or even professional athletes. It talks about what you put in your body in terms of fuel or lack thereof and how we feel lethargic before we go work out because of what we eat, how we feel before we go to bed because of what we eat. So I won't spoil it too much, but I'll say this much. Uh, It impacts us so much about what we put in our body when it comes to our activities in the sack. Oh, in the sack. Yes. All of that to uh, get to fucking is uh, what you were getting at. Well, yes? it's it's blood flow. It's overall blood yeah. flow, and it talks about the way that we consume meat, like chicken, steak, fish, uh, and how our body just becomes inflamed. And because of that, it leads to blood, a poor blood circulation in our heart, erections, whatever it may be, recovery so for our muscles. You're watching like vegan propaganda is what you're doing. I'm watching, well, no, I wasn't watching <laughs> it vegan was, who, propaganda. Who, now, I love documentaries. I watch them all the time. Anybody yes. knows a good documentary, please send it to me. I, on I the weekends, I watch you. a lot. What? I just sent that to you, and you didn't even watch it. Well, it's not the weekend. I, I only I watch I sports it to you when you're on nonstop. vacation for three weeks. I have a four-hour show every <laughs> goddamn night that I have to do. I have to watch these these games. All right, so the doc- On the weekends, I'll watch games, but I, I won't pay as close attention if I'm not on the radio that night. All right, well, fine. The, the I don't doc- have to take notes on a game on a Friday or a Saturday most of the time. Now, this weekend, I will because... The, you know, the games on Saturday, well, I'm sure we'll talk about uh, over the weekend on the Sunday show. All right. Well, Game Changers is a documentary that was hosted by a former UFC fighter. His name's James Wilkes. And Wilkes. Never actually, heard of him. Well, Wilkes was a UFC fighter, but he also trained special forces in combat tactics. And so what he did was he went, he had to recover from two torn ACLs, left and right knees. And so he went across the world interviewing people, doctors, athletes, former athletes about their exercise, diet, nutrition, and all that stuff. So it breaks down their type of recovery and what they did when they changed their diet from meat-based to plant-based. And there was even some bigger dudes that were on there. Arnold Schwarzenegger was one of them as well. And he just talked about the way that his body responded when he cleaned up his diet. 
So well, listen, diet's important, but I I, I think genetic genetics uh, and you know that it's all plays a role. Like you could have the greatest diet and work out all the time, but if you have bad genetics, you're fucked. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Course, I mean, it, some people are just predisposed, unfortunately, to really bad illnesses because they they went in the wrong DNA, uh, the the wrong uh, line when they were checking into the planet. Yeah, but doctors and hospitals are there to help you recover, not to keep you healthy, Ben. That comes from the food that we put in our body. Well, no, the, the the hospitals need sick people. Exactly. They they need you know it's like I guess I'm going full on tin tin foil hat guy, but it's the same argument. Like the oil companies, you could probably run a car fine without you know the the, the, the conspiracy they're about water. You right. can run a car on water, but the oil companies want their money. Right. And, uh, and they want that. And, uh, there are the I, I read a story this week that the people in Australia, I think it is, are coming up with a battery for an electric car that goes 600 miles. Yeah. On one charge, if that happens, I'm in on that. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 gonna get. I don't care how much it costs. I'm gonna buy that because the gas is absurd. Yeah. It's really. But the point, like hospitals, you know, they don't want a cure. They want a treatment because if you have a cure, who's gonna go visit the doctor if you're not sick? Hence, why you should eat better, and that's exactly what this documentary is all about. I eat better. Intermittent fasting, dude. I'm telling you, man, that's the way to go. Well, you also have your to body eat has a chance too. to burn fat, and you you know you don't need to eat every day. I didn't say that, but you need to make sure you eat well when you do eat once every 18 to 24 hours. I eat a nice, hearty meal. Yeah. Well, I eat a nice, hearty meal. All right, moving on. We got a couple more here. Uh, workaholic. Now, how many out of 10 adults on average, how many cannot stop working no matter where they are? What percentage of uh, the adults cannot stop working? North America? Uh, this study was done in... London, so you have to factor that in. I'm going to say 63%. No. Uh, They say 40%. A staggering 40%, they claim, of people. They said overall, almost half of those surveyed said they enjoy their work, but 65% said they hate their habit of consistently focusing on their job. Only 3% said they actually leave their office each day when their shift is supposed to end. So I, I listen. I I unfortunately am one of these people. I'm always thinking about you know would this be something I could talk about on the radio? And I'm always observing. So I I wish I wasn't like that. I I know I've worked with people who are very lazy and yeah. show up you know right before the show and things like that and Man. don't have any real work ethic. I kind of wish I was like that from time to time because my life would be a lot more easier than you know obsessing over you know every every second of a radio show. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm wired that way where I'm always trying to gain an advantage and I'm always trying to find something that will help me. And it, uh, and I know it annoys my wife when I'm like on a, you know, going out to dinner on a Saturday night and I'm looking at my phone to see the score of some NBA games to see if there's something crazy that happens in there. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You, you actually, I, I can understand from her perspective because you did leave her to go to the Pacific Northwest on vacation without her. So. That's a work assignment. That is a meet the people of the the great people of Seattle. Mm-hmm. Salt of the earth, by the way. I like Seattle. I might have to live there someday. That's a good city. I like Jay Scoop. You like Jay? Well, Jay Scoop's cool. Yeah. I, JJ from Renton. I mean, all those guys. Uh, Robbie the Mariner fan. I go down the list. Nostradinus, the trash talker, the the joke writer from Tacoma was there. I mean, these, all these guys were cool. They were all good guys. Yeah. Well, I'll go with Jay Scoop for the time being. 
Oh, did he, did he say hello to you or something like that? Or? No. He must have been nice <laughs> to you. say hello. Any guy that's going to spend the thousands of dollars he that he stop. did on you. Stop. Hundreds of thousands stop. of dollars. Hundreds of thousands. You got a plane ticket. You got a hotel. You got transportation. You got dinners. Yeah. All right. We got we got we got to move on, all right? Oh, Giddy up. Oh. Giddy up. All right. Uh, children involved in organized sports less likely to have emotional difficulties. According to a study. Uh, I'm going to believe that. You're going to believe that. What was that ding that we heard? Uh, I don't know. You fucked up, didn't you? No, that was your technical producer, Robert uh, Guerra, on the other side. Ah, all right, hitting buttons. I hope he knows that this is going out on the podcast. We do call him Wrong Button Bob for a reason. Yeah. We do call him Wrong Button Bob for a reason. (laughs) I don't know if he acknowledged that, but he was giving me a a one-finger salute, so hopefully he It's a bad job by Wrong Button Bob. You know, he's, uh, he's... just a doting dad. I'm so, Wrong button, Bob. I'm so happy for him. He finally got off your cancer show and has now made something of his career. He's got a, got a child, the spawn of Bob Guerra. And he's got a massive house, too, which is even better. Wrong button girl, whatever her name is. Uh, yeah, so uh, any uh, bad job by him. He should have put his daughter on, like, It's a Small World After All or Splash <laughs> Mountain at Disneyland, but did not do that. Not Did yet. not do this, but he says his wife, I guess, uh, had the final say on all She's that. She's the so. boss. Yeah. Uh, but as far as this study, that you know, children involved in organized sports, less likely to have emotional difficulties. Yeah. I, I believe yeah, that. It, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, one of the cool things about sports, when done right, is you are taught a little bit of toughness, right? You're taught a little bit of, you know, how to handle losing and, and that kind of stuff and, and things that go bad. When you play sports, so I, I I totally get that. Yeah, grit, how to be resilient, how to get up, how to respond, how to be a pro. Yeah, All right, I got one more. I know we've gone way long on this portion of the show, but yeah. I think I feel like these are good. Um, and so when they're good, you got to do them. Uh, I I saw this one and I thought of you. Oh boy! All right, new study says an average woman's dress size has increased. Supermodels' waist have Continued to shrink because of people like you, Gascon. No, I, yeah, it's true. I, I'm not shallow. I told you already. I like women that are full figured. You live near the Pacific Ocean. Yes, yeah, so do you. Between asshole. the 405 freeway and no. the Pacific Ocean. Listen, you're a stone's throw away from the Pacific Ocean. I've told you. There's a point of demarcation in L.A. when you're west of the 405 and east of the 405. Uh, there's an elitist, pompous, arrogant asshole. Contingent. Not everyone, but most people. Yeah. West of the 405. Listen, you're like the Chicago faithful. You can actually watch a Dodger game from the view of your backyard into Chavez Ravine. So don't give me that bullshit. Like, that's the kind of view. When that I, you where have. I lived before I could do that. Uh, where I live now, not so much. I don't care. I, I'm, I'm not shallow, and I, I think that study is bullshit. All right. Well, you can think it's bullshit. I don't think it's bullshit because it's true. Women are getting uh, more plump, and um, the modeling industry, they continue to, to make them skinnier and, and all that. Now, and, do you think that could be because of surgery, where women are getting uh, breast augmentation or liposuction? Because even liposuction, you're removing fat, but the fat cells need to be replaced somewhere else. Well, listen, I, I like a curvaceous woman. Uh, I know you don't, uh, but uh, but I do, and I don't see why they can't put a bunch of you know women that have like an hourglass type uh, body or whatever. I don't see why they can't do that at these uh, fashion shows. I don't understand. I don't know how that works. Anyway, there it is. Uh, those are the <laughs> study this. You want some grab bag questions? Do we have time for a few grab bag yeah, questions? Of course. 
All right. Uh, let's see. Where shall we go with this? These are actual questions by actual uh, listeners of the show from our Facebook page. Dan in Kalamazoo says, did Gagon poison Koopa Loop? Uh, he wants to know, did you poison Justin Cooper? Are you the reason he's missed so much time here in 2020? He's missed work? Wow. Well, I don't know. I, I No one's awake during your show. There's like a handful of people across the United States that are awake, so I had no idea that he's out. How long has he been out? Uh, for a while. Well, is it longer than you? You were out for 17 days. That's a lie. 18 days. Sorry. You were out I, I missed uh, two two weeks of radio. It's <laughs> a long time. In this industry, you're like- Not really. You're like I Eddie, did a podcast uh, during that time, like so Eddie I didn't really 2. miss 2. it. What's that? You're like Eddie 2.0. No, I didn't go to Australia. I didn't go on a, for like a month. I didn't do that. All right. I went to Seattle to meet listeners. Yeah, you went to Seattle. You went to Baja. Um, where else did you go? You were gone. I know that. I Vegas. I had some deep dish pizza. First time I had Chicago deep dish pizza in Vegas. Boy. Giordano's. Wonderful oh. pizza. You ever been to Giordano's? I went to Giordano's in Chicago, yes. And it's, it's an amazing. I didn't think I was going to like it. Yeah. Because I, like, I looked at the picture. I was like, well, there's tomato sauce at the top. I don't like that. But all they did is like they flipped the cheese and the toppings and they put the tomato sauce on top. Did you get meat lovers or what'd you get? No, I got a garlic, onion, uh, green pepper um, pizza. The Maller, the Maller pizza. Wh- which reminds me too, uh, Restaurant Week in LA starts in a couple weeks. So I did tell your wife, uh, I made a recommendation that we should hit up a couple places. All right, I'll make a deal with you. All right. If you get some money for my insurance, I claim, can't do it that fast. I will go with you to L.A. Food Week or whatever the fuck that is. I will do that. Well, that doesn't sound like a great like. I have to, I have to fish out money for you for your yes. broken house in order to dine with you. Yes. Well, here's the thing. Now we have different palettes. I'm more of a truck stop guy. The greasy spoon, the hole in the wall. I live near you Wilmington are and Carson. The, you are like the bougie high end, two hundred dollars steak. A uh, guy, you're that guy. I'm not that guy. I'm not. Uh, give me a cheesesteak with ribeye, thinly cut, and provolone cheese, and onions, uh, and peppers. I'm good. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm more about Japanese Wagyu, seven ounces. It's it's perfect, finely cut. But yeah. come on, man. I lived in San I would, Diego. I would eat Home Wagyu, but I'm not eating like, uh, what's that new, that, that new trendy thing that's in L.A.? There's a lot of these... Uh, it's a fast food Asian fish place. What pokey Asian, is that? What they call yeah, it? Asian fusion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's not my jam. Listen, man. I lived in San Diego for like seven or eight years, and I had California burritos all day and all night. So don't give me that shit. All right. Can we do some quickly? Yes. Can we do some more here? Go quickly and not yes. spend eight million minutes on it. Yes. Uh, Jason in Rocky Mount, Virginia, says, "What are your thoughts on the next Mallerman March being at the Super Bowl, led by Weed Man?" No. And Gascon is not invited. Fuck you. <laughs> Listen, if it's if it's Marlins man, yes. If it's Weed man, no. Yeah, well, I I have some friends in Miami. I would love to do Miami, uh, although I don't know that I want to hang out with with Weed man. I've been to Miami before. It's been a long time since I've been to Miami. We have a lot of listeners in Miami, which we do pretty well there. Yeah. You know why we do well in Miami? A lot of old people that can't sleep that have insomnia <laughs> and live in Miami that retired. I get emails from these guys, and, and mostly I don't think I have too many women that have emailed me, but they they you know, guys that live in like New York or whatever. You know, they they move to the other borough of New York, Miami, yeah. and then they can't sleep, and they're like, I got to listen to a little sports talk. And and then uh, 
we're on. So. Florida and Arizona for you. Yeah, Arizona is a lot of Arizona is the retirees from like Chicago, Chicago yeah. and the upper Midwest. Uh, they a lot of people go to Arizona from from there. All right, uh, next up, uh, Carlos in Houston says, "When is your next minor league baseball appearance?" Well, thanks for asking, Carlos. I actually have been in contact with a minor league team about doing an appearance this summer, and it. You know, I'll let you know if it, it happens, but uh, I think something will happen in that department. I know, Gascon, you were talking about doing something at a horse track. Yes. Santa Anita. Del Mar. Or Del Mar. Yeah. I'd, I'd be all about that. That would be a lot of fun to to do a meet and greet. we got to have a, enough time so people can travel and hang out and be part of it. But I think that would be fun. Joshua writes in, he says, How do you find Marcel in Brooklyn funny or entertaining? Newsflash, he ain't. I love the rest of the show. Well, Joshua, let me tell you. First of all, um, it's a call-in radio show. Now, I've tried to help Marcel become a character. I like Marcel. Marcel means well. He thinks he's Edward R. Murrow, breaking news. And I love the guy. The guy, you know, he's, he's not living a great life. He lives in the projects in Brooklyn, and he's eating oodles and noodles. He doesn't get out of his house very much. And one of the joys he gets... Is, uh, is the radio show. And, and so uh, I'm all about it. Yeah, all right. Uh, what else do we have? we got a couple more here. Uh, during your most recent Mallard Man March, this is from Neil in Vancouver, uh, to the Pacific Northwest, did you make a pilgrimage to the Mallard Temple Synagogue Church <laughs> of all good things by Kirkland, the Costco headquarters? Yeah. Uh, no, I did not. Although I, I will admit, when I drove... To the airport, I I took a flight out of the airport, which is a small airport north of Seattle, and I saw the sign for Kirkland, and I got a little excited. I got a t- I was a little aroused. I was a little aroused. I was very excited. I love Costco. I got I, I could get a tour of Costco, man. I'd be all about it. He frugal motherfucker. What are you talking about? <sighs> Nothing. Continue. Yeah, but but as far as the uh, you know the other way, the Marcel question. Here's another Marcel question: Who would win a fight, Eddie or Marcel? Draw. Wow. They both knock each other out. They just kind of stare at each other. That was from Brian in Chesapeake, Virginia. Kevin in San Diego says, who wins a fight between San Diego radio legends John Quintera and Lee Hacksaw Hamilton? Quintera. Quintera. Lee's like 4 foot 11. Yeah, but he's feisty. Hacksaw's got some mean meanness in him, and I worked with Hacksaw. I love Quintera, the coach, Yeah, but he's, he's a Mr. Soft. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Hacksaw will rip your heart out. Yeah. All right, you know what some of the things he said back in the day on the radio yeah. to Raider fans and whatnot. He he doesn't take any shit, hacksaw. Yeah, that's true. Lou from the LBC says, "When is the last time you were caught watching or looking at inappropriate material, TV or online? By who and what was the material?" Yes, go. Uh, I I caught you watching something inappropriate. Why? Would you, why would you come to me? Well, because you watch inappropriate stuff. You have you, you have your glamour shots. You're on Grinder. You watch all kinds of weird stuff. No, I, I, the glamour shots are, are for the public. I needed your wife's approval on them to. to yeah. All right, here's all. He says you don't have the balls to answer the question, Lou. I'll tell you what happened. It happened at work. Uh, and we you know, watch years inappropriate of, stuff every day at work. Well, here's the thing. You know, we have Showcase Studios They're right there at the corner of Sepulveda and Ventura in L.A. Yeah. And we have TVs so you can watch inside the studio from the street and all this stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> oh. now, this happened more recently, but a long time ago, I had a female producer, Miranda Marino. 
Love her. Wonderful woman. She's a mom now. She's married, grown up, all that stuff. So Miranda was my producer, and she had just started on the show. And my engineer at the time, he liked Skinamax. <laughs> and he, you know, I didn't control the TVs. You know, I'm doing a radio show. I'm not worried about the TVs. I don't really care what's on the TV because there's nothing on overnights that's at, other than infomercials that I would be interested in. So this guy, it, with a, you know, a female that I, we didn't know at the time. She's a cool you know, woman. She's down with everything, whatever. But we didn't know that. And she's new, and he's watching, like, Skinamax porn movies on, like, two of the four TVs. And I'm like, hey, you might want to turn that off. And he left them on. That was uh, that was awkward. Yeah, I, I, one of your technical directors actually does that on the regular here in the studios. And I've, really? I've caught him numerous times. One of my guys? Yeah. Not Roberto, either. Yeah, no, it's not Roberto. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't usually pay attention to the TVs because I'm, you know, talking. But anyway, all right, uh, don't stick to sports. I know, uh, oh, I just got, oh, apparently got to put the baby to bed. Do you want to do a couple of these? No, we're going to put the baby to bed. All right, well, you're out of the show then. Don't stick to Wait, sports. Wait, why? Well, if you want to do it, you can listen, do a couple of stories quick. Listen, we've taken too much time. Your old executive producer, Robert Garris, kicking me out. He's, Wrong button, Bob. He's the best producer that we have on the network. and Why I, can't he? There's like couches over there. Why can't he just sit on the couch in the, the room right next to him? Because our good colleague, Rob Parker, has a VIP that he needs to interview. So what uh, Rob right. Parker all wants, right. Rob Parker gets. That's right. He's anything but you because you're an overnight hey, by the act. way, man, I got a message to Rob. Now, Rob, <laughs> I love Rob Parker. Yes. I, I'm a big fan of Rob well Parker. I think he's great. Rob, yeah, well-traveled Rob Parker. But his whole shtickle is to attack Tom Brady, right? He, <laughs> and, and, he, and he's despised in Boston. Yes. But I heard him on his show. He's like, Brady should retire. No! You want Brady to continue so you continue to use him as a punching bag. Don't have him retire. Then he's no longer a punching bag. Well, he moves to LeBron James after that. That's true. Yeah, well, he, we, Me and Rob have a lot of the same tendencies. Although I don't rip Brady. No, I rip no. LeBron. Yeah, and Rob's nice. You're a fucking asshole. Wow. Alright, go to hell. Uh, have a great weekend. Try the other podcast, Benny vs. the Penny. We'll catch you next time and uh, sign at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 